Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Mag Concealed carry, gun oh, safety, oh. the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Oh, you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will be guiding us through the program here for two hours. we got two hours together, so uh, get your stopwatch and start running it backwards right now. Uh, about, about two hours to go, maybe just under two, two minus, minus six, because we start six minutes after the hour. Well, so I'm in an hour and 54. This is a small room, so it's going to seem like forever for it me. It's going to seem like forever. Um, Hey, I do not do, as you hear, I do not do this program by myself. <laughs> Let me go around the room, room, room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriot sitting here with me today, as he has done for six plus years or whatever it happens to be, about six years now, I think it is, something like that. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Six years, huh? I know. Wow, seems like close to 60. I know. It feels like it, right? <laughs> this is what it feels like. Uh, so how was, uh, how was your week? How were things in the week of Earl? Uh, Good. Keeping busy. Any, uh, any uh, interesting places or do you, all the usual place this week? Same place. Same place. Well, so. they, did, they did switch it up a little bit. Different uh, gas station parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with the weather that's going on up north, uh, did uh, interrupt the flow of uh, freight some so monday night i actually got an unexpected uh night off oh okay uh, there was there was a paid night off unfortunately no oh yeah per- perks of the job yeah, unfortunately yeah, yeah. but uh so i got monday night off and then they uh actually canceled the run tuesday night but okay. by that time we had already uh clocked in no well <laughs> they they had uh freight had picked up enough to where they uh they didn't need to send me north, but they decided to send me south. So okay. I got to work and just go somewhere. And I went down to Miami. A lot less snow down there, too. Oh, yeah. 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 I, it's amazing. <laughs> just, you know, uh, all all 
get in the truck in Orlando and it'll be, you know, about, you know, two weeks ago when it was chilly, I'd see, you know, mid low fifties and I'll drive arguably, you know, 250 miles South, you know, uh, Miami area and I'll climb out of the truck and uh, the thermometer in the dash of the truck will tell me mid high sixties, right? You know, good 20 degree swing. And I'm walking up onto the dock. I'm wearing shorts and short sleeve shirt. From Orlando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I'm I'm. It, this feels wonderful. And I walk around and look at the guys that are sitting in in the uh, office on the dock, and the guys on the forklift, and they're bundled up, wearing beanies and sweatshirts. And I'm like, really? And they they look at me. And say, Did you bring this cold weather with you? I said, what are you talking about? It's 20 degrees warmer down here. <laughs> That's uh. That's that's how it goes, though, right? You yeah. Know? And and, and uh, I mean, number of times I've I've made that trip nowhere near the number you have, but you know, get in the get in the truckster down here in uh, Florida, get out at uh, you know Fort Knox or something like that, and oh yeah, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, that that's I remember uh, did that uh, you know five six years ago when we went out west. Granted, we went in October. So, right. you know, uh, for the rest of the country, fall is either, you know, begin, you know, in the early stages of fall, but by Florida standards, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. So I walked on the plane in Florida, and, you know, oh, mid-high 80s. Yeah. I walked off the plane in South Dakota, and even though it was an enclosed jetway, yeah. oh, that air hit me in the yeah. face. Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not in Florida anymore. Yeah, that's uh, that's brisk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that happens, yeah. We did that, um, I think... Uh, when we flew from, we were on a shot show, mm-hmm. and that was the year we, you know, the, the direct flight from Orlando to Las Vegas, uh, but stopped in Detroit on the way. Uh, um, we, we made the best of that. Yeah, yeah, we did make <laughs> the best of that trip. We did have some. We found ways to stay warm. Um, hey, with our, hey, hey! No, no, no! With it, with with our activities and humor oh, and, okay, and that okay. kind of stuff. I'll say we, we may not have been in Vegas, but Vegas rules apply. We were on Listen, the way. No, we, we um we stayed warm by putting like fourteen people in a, in a taxi minivan. <laughs> That's that's how you, that's how we stayed warm, uh, but it was uh, uh, you know it was one of those. You know, no, listen, Vegas is kind of cool in January also, but oh, it, it yeah. wasn't Detroit cold. You know? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what, hey, we're going to Vegas. It's in the desert. Yeah, it gets cold in the desert. Yeah. Oh, I know that. But yeah, we uh, we it was, remember it was snowing when we got to uh, uh, Chicago or to Detroit. Yeah. And uh, we were all in you know shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> I don't think anybody had a jacket or anything. You know. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, we, we, at least not in our carry-on. We yeah. may have packed oh, yeah. something, but. Yeah, damn near made the, uh, the the cab driver drop us off inside the restaurant. You know, not, even out, not even out in the front. Well, if it had gotten him away from Cole, he probably would have. Oh boy, yeah. Listen, um, we have a one of our friends. He's a he's a, he's kind of a big wig in the industry. We'll say that. Oh, yeah, we'll say that he's yeah. kind of a big wig in the industry. Um, his name's Cole. He's probably not listening. Um, and um, that's I, why we're telling you. Yeah, that's why we're telling the story. And uh, you know, just just say. Uh, you know he's uh, willing to earn his cash. You know, he's yeah, just, I was willing saying, to do willing to do embarrassing things for cash. Don't yeah. don't bet him. Yeah, he won't do something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he'll he do it in a heartbeat. And uh, yeah, oh boy. <laughs> so can't really tell you anymore, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, listen, Earl took you down this road. If you're mad right now, <laughs> blame it on him. But there's certain rules that will apply. And uh, you know, wanted to give you something. Wanted to give you something. Yeah, since it was on the way to Vegas, yeah, Vegas yeah, exactly. rules apply. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Uh, a pretty decent week going so far. It was, uh, you know, last week to me was like, uh, it seemed like it was like 20, 25 days long. 
It was just, I mean, it was Wednesday, and I was like, are you serious? This week is still going on? It's like, <laughs> I kept waking up, like, expecting to do the show. And I'm like, no, it's Wednesday. You know, like, crap. Um, Rough week today? No, that was the last week. This yeah. week has been back to normal. So, in fact, if anything, I wish I might have had one more day this week to, to get some stuff done. But, um, yeah, kind of kind of grooving. Um, today is, I haven't looked at the weather around the country, uh, our first warm record-breaking day. You know, because every year we have record-breaking days for warm, and every, every winter we have record-breaking days for cold. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, you know, the thing in Orlando, in Florida. You know, what, what's the weather going to break, high or low today? And uh, I think today they said 87, and it hit 87, which broke a record for February 27th. Yeah, so. I think it had to go back like in the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, it had to go a ways back. Right. Oh, yeah, it was wonderful. On the, on the way over here to uh, uh, Location Bravo, I had the windows down and driving along. It was okay for you. I was at the range until noon today shooting, <laughs> and uh, which is good. I mean, I had a great time doing that. Um, but then I came home and figured, oh, it looks like I got an hour until we start to start doing show prep. I could lay some sod out here in this <laughs> spot in the backyard. And, yeah, that didn't work out real well. I mean, I did it, but, you know, I had to crawl to the house when I was done, you know, just to, you know, get get uh, some cool water on me. So, uh, But uh, good day, good week so far going on. Uh, uh, you know, listen, we got, uh, we got good stories we're about to bring to you. Uh, let's see, Major Bill has told us he's at work. Um, so he that when he's at work, that that means it's a you know fifty fifty shot. Depends on if he's a he finds somebody's rights to violate during yeah, the hour. Yeah, say he's, yeah. he's busy violating yeah. rights. So we may will, or may not have time for us. Uh, but other than that, uh, nobody scheduled. Listen, hey, if you're, a, you're stuck you're, with just us, yeah, if you're somebody and you want to be on the show, text me <laughs> or Earl. You know? it's, otherwise, it's just me and Earl today. <laughs> We're gonna catch up on some news. Uh, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from themagswag.com studios. We'll see you after the break. Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. 
then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of... 30 seconds individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Oh, you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from themagswag.com studios. Themagswag.com studios. Check them out while we're, uh, while we're in there. Not, don't drive if you're driving. I mean, if you're driving, don't check them out while we're driving. If you're passengering, then you can check them out. Or if you're home, or if you're at your phone, if you're just listening to us now, you can look at themagswag.com. But don't do it while you're driving. That's bad. Ooh. That's bad. Uh, even if you're in one of them smart cars. I guess you could do a smart car. You could just tell it to, you know, tell... To read it to you, right? Mm. Now, you want to see the pictures. You really want to see these pictures. All right, don't do it while you're driving. Yeah, no. Don't do it while you're driving. Uh, we've been talking to you about the trend of uh, states that have been going to constitutional carry. Yes. Um, or there's, permitless carry, it's called. There's like 17 or We just hit 18, I think, okay. uh, with, the, uh, with the additions of Utah and Montana. I believe uh, Indiana is uh, is up next they have the legislation they're facing uh, or they're they're trying to get passed so we'll see how that goes um but then we heard um we heard a little bit of variation coming out of uh, uh south carolina this uh this past week and i wanted to give you some uh some information here now listen you obviously know um we uh we, we're pretty uh pro law enforcement we're pro good law enforcement let's say that oh, right yeah. now okay uh i mean i'm but i'm pro good truck drivers i'm pro good you know, you know i'm pro good people there's yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah, jerks yeah, out yeah. there i mean they're, they're, ask me how i know yeah, there are you know i are one. yeah, yeah. Or i could be um let's see um uh, so i don't want you to think that i'm giving everybody a pass and this is one of them stories where i'm going to call out a chief of police who's kind of an administrator so he's more politician at this point than he is cop i would say I think you'll you'll get into the article enough to understand this. 
unlike him mm-hmm. being, you know, like you had to preface, you know, we support good law enforcement. Yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt of I see him in uniform. He has my support. Yes. It's up to him to prove me, prove to me is he, you know, which category is he in. Right. Unlike his opinion of a gun owner. Yeah. And, you know, that, that you'll, you'll get. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get we'll, we will jump right into it. Uh, South, out of South Carolina, the Greenwood police chief weighs in on an open carry legislation. Now, if you remember, we've given, we've talked to you about this many times before. 45 states with some form of open carry, uh, regular open carry uh, in, in those states. South Carolina, uh, like Florida, is one of the five that is not an open carry state. It's otherwise restricted except for very weird circumstances. Um, so no open carry. And you would think South Carolina, the same thing you'd think Florida. You would think, yeah. well, those are gun states, right? You know uh-huh. I mean, those are southern states. and No, no. Um, and, and now remember, South Carolina, one of the reasons they had very, very restrictive gun laws, uh, and, and here we are at the end of February, so, so to appropriate, um, was to suppress uh, um, African Americans, blacks, former slaves from getting firearms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why those laws were there. So those laws were never enforced against white property owners. It was only enforced against former slaves right uh, um so those are commonly called the old uh, jim crow era laws yeah which still exist yeah like this in uh south carolina because there's a ban on open carry of firearms here uh proposal to allow open carried open let's go over this one more time <laughs> let's just stop we're just gonna step back my brain i'm reading the beginning of t- uh, folks you would understand i'm reading the beginning sentence of two separate paragraphs at the same time is what is what my brain started to yeah, do at, at, <laughs> at varying distances yeah, He's, mike's over here trying to play some trombone yeah i i well i you know, want you to be able to see it too so. <laughs> <laughs> i got my own screen right here uh, a proposal to allow concealed weapon permit Holders to open carry their firearms passed a House Judiciary Subcommittee by a 3-1 vote earlier this month. But the law enforcement community is not on board with the changes. Okay, so hold on right there. This is not accurate. This is not the law enforcement community. This is select individuals in law enforcement. Well, for the purpose of this article, it's the chief. Correct, correct. So you have the chief of the agency. You don't have the agency standing up saying this. You don't have the city standing up saying this. You have the chief from this agency saying this. But is it conceivable that because the chief of the agency is standing up saying this, in a sense, the agency is standing up and saying this? No, because he would stand up and say from uh, the, the Greenwood Police Department and the city of Greenwood, here is our public statement. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, uh, just, just plain devil time. No, absolutely, absolutely right. Uh, when you go to open carry, I think you are creating more problems, the police chief said. His name is T.J. Chowdoin. 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 We're not making this up, folks. It's C-H-A-U-D-O-I-N. Chowdoin. If you're listening, chief, no disrespect intended. Honestly, not trying to make fun of him. We need to hear it. He says, I think it would cause too many problems with the general public again now you've heard me say this many times you've heard earl say this to you kevin say this to you many times five states that don't have open carry law enforcement in those states is taught if you see a gun it's a bad gun if you because it's not normal to see a gun in those states because open carry is not allowed so in that law, this law enforcement officer, he's been in South Carolina his whole career, this chief, he has been taught since day one and probably taught others, if I see a gun, it's a bad gun. 
so guess what? This is his point of view. His, his, he sees a gun. There's some incredibly well people that I know that uh, res- respect the hell out of. But because they come from one of those states, you immediately know it when you bring up open carry. Because they've been taught their whole life, open carry is bad. Open, I see a gun, it's a bad gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. His statement, when you go to open carry, I think you're creating more problems. I hear, I think guns are bad. Correct. Any, any, anyone with a gun is a criminal. Here's what the chief said after that. He said, someone walking down the street with 16 guns on their belt could cause people to panic or be afraid. Earl, did you see, did you see anybody say anything about 16 guns? No. Did, did, wait, we're, we're going to open carry. Well, hold on, Mike. I've got to go home and get the 14 more. No. Did, did any yeah. of us do that? All of a sudden, he's assuming, if I'm going to be allowed to open carry, I'm going to carry 16 guns and cause people to panic. Right. And, and I, I went a different direction uh, in my mind seeing that. Okay, how many people freak out when they pull up at a stoplight next to a car sitting there rumbling with a blower out sticking out of the hood, yep. nitrous bottles, you know, in the you know, visible in the back window and steamrollers under the rear end of the in, uh, back end of the car. Sure, it's probably capable of single digit quarter miles, but he's going to the store to get milk. Exactly right. You know, doing you know, yeah. What if it's a Tesla? F- five five gallons to the mile. He's got him a you know thirty thousand dollar used Tesla Model Two, whatever it is, uh, and it still does uh, zero to sixty in three seconds. Mm-hmm. Is he going three seconds to get the milk? No, he's going to get the milk. Right. Yeah. Uh, the chief said, "This isn't the Wild West where everybody walks around with a gun on their hip." Well, guess what, Chief? I've been to Tombstone, Arizona. All right, I went out there. We did an event out there, and uh, I got to open carry in Tombstone, Arizona, and uh, and nobody shot each other. Okay? Right. Uh, I've been to Earl and I have been to many states together in events, uh, and, and, and and you know on personal business as well. Open carried in those states. Earl, did you shoot anybody? No, I didn't shoot anybody either. I but, didn't even yeah. feel yeah. It, I, the weirdest feeling. Obviously, you know, open carrying. Yeah. And, and well, mine was a double whammy. First time open carrying, you know, walking around, you know, come out of my room in the yeah. hotel. As soon yeah. as I stepped in the hallway, like, oh, everybody's looking at me. Yeah. And then it even got more because we we went downstairs yeah. into the hotel bar. Yeah. Open carrying. Yeah. And then like everybody else, hey, what kind of grips are those? What kind of grips? That was it. What kind of grips? What kind of holster is that? What is Man, that? that looks yeah. Comfy. Yeah, that first moment where you walk out of that hotel room, because the same thing happened to me, it's, it's the only thing I can imagine is it's like walking onto a nude beach for the first time. <laughs> you're, you're like, everybody's looking at me. Oh, uh, check uh, out the uh, lights uh, of my barrel. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I got a Derringer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, so Chief goes on and says, uh, law enforcement's position should not be confused with the position that is anti-gun. Okay, I, 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 I get that. Sounded, but, but, yeah. guess, but guess what? You're anti-gun. <laughs> I support the Second Amendment, but... There you go. Don't be a Second Amendment, but... Uh, first and foremost, I think that it's important that we support the Second Amendment rights. Uh? Yeah, but, but not this one. But, but, but... People have the right to bear arms, except except when I don't like it. Well, when I don't you, like you, it. You have the right to bear arms. Yeah. How I tell you to. Exactly. There you go. Second Amendment's important part of the Constitution, he said, adding that the state is a method of concealed carry that works, just like Earl just said. I mean, you're allowed to, you know, exercise your Second Amendment rights if you do it the way I tell you to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, Sheriff, that's the beauty of the United States. 
I don't need your permission. Yeah. Yeah, he says, uh, hey, you know what? We're going we're gonna to talk about this a little bit more when we get back from the break. Because this one, this one just opens up a whole, a whole bunch of worms, a whole can of worms here to, to go into. So we'll do this. Um, hey, listen, if you're in uh, South Carolina, if you've got some uh, comments you want to make, go to the uh, Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio. You can drop some messages there. Uh, do some, you know, put some stuff on our page, and uh, and uh, let's let's talk to you. Let's 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 do this. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first okay. boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there but in need of foster care are 12 and up. The, uh, they need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. That's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. One minute. One minute. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Oh, you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. Before we went into break, uh, Earl and I were, uh, were having a conversation with you about uh, the Greenwood Police Chief, and uh, I, think, I think I got it, Earl. I think it's Chief Chowdoin. Chief Chowdoin. Okay, I think that's I'll go that's with that. that's. I'm trying trying my best not to uh, to uh, tear it up. You know, <laughs> um, I, again, no disrespect intended at all. It, it's one of those. It looks normal until you try to say it, and then you're like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a okay. okay. Uh, didn't didn't get that one down. All right, so we got um, 
we're, we're telling you, uh, again, South Carolina is one of those states that is a uh, not no open carry. It's one, of the four, it's one of the five states that's not open carry allowed. And there's a bill pending in the state of South Carolina to allow people with concealed carry permits to open carry. Now, um, if, you, if you look at the, uh, the, the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States, it's the, you know, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Bear arms. Bear arms, and when you take it literally, is to, is to carry arms. It's not to conceal arms. It's to bear arms. Mm-hmm. Open carry, in my opinion, is what the Constitution, what the Founding Fathers meant. Now, uh, what did, was there Glock 19 back then? No, obviously not. Uh, I think uh, over time they would have said it, uh, bearing arms would include open carry and concealed because concealed wasn't really you know, uh, the thing to do back then. It, it, were there small pistols? I'm, I'm sure there was. There was, there was. there was neat things. There were little pepper boxes. Um, there was uh, small little cap ball and cap guns, but it wasn't the norm. It was very, very unusual to conceal a firearm back then just because of the nature of the firearm. Right. Yeah, you know, more often than not, yes, they were open carried visibly, but yeah. I also, too, knowing the uh, wardrobes Correct. back then, yeah. Uh, as soon as it got cold, what did it? What did all the men put on? Coats that went down to their ankles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. you know, regardless, um, ex- unless it was a rifle, yeah, you know who who knows what they had under those coats, right? Yeah. So I mean, you know, concealed carry happened more often than than uh, they think about it, right? Just in everyday life, right. sure. I mean, how many how many different articles have we talked about that? For whatever reason, lawmakers needed to focus on legislation of carrying firearms in a church. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to Second Amendment writing times. Yeah. Y- you probably would have to be careful not to trip over <laughs> the rifles right. le- leaning up in the corner right. in the church yeah. every Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, so the chief uh, has decided that he does not approve for uh, uh, for open carry. Uh, as Earl said, there's a, he said uh, the, the chief says I support the Second Amendment, but you know, yeah, the way that I say it's okay to yeah, do it. This this is how you you uh, need to do it, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he says that uh, the chief said I like the law we the way the way we have it. Uh, okay, so you again do it the way the chief wants, and you'll uh-huh. be fine. Uh, he said the concealed weapon process works well. I think that's a great thing we have in South Carolina. I'm just not 100% convinced that open carry would be where we needed to go. Now listen, you happen to be in one of those five states. I understand. And with, with, with all due respect when I say this, you've been brainwashed your entire professional career that open carry was bad, that it was a danger and a threat to you as a law enforcement officer and other people in your community. I'm telling you, it's not true. Whether you agree with it tactically or not, that's a whole other conversation. I'm telling you, it does not. I would tend to think also, too, that, you know, agreeing with it tactically or not as well is a subset of his brainwash. Yes. You know, because that's that's what I uh, experienced myself. Uh, I can see both sides of the argument Mm of, you know, somebody saying, well, I'm all for concealed carry. I don't want the I don't want the bad guy to know that I have a firearm. You know, I don't want to be his primary target. That's not how it works. Okay, I yeah. get that. Yeah. That 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 yeah. in itself, just focusing in on that, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. 
now that I've stepped back and expanded yeah. and looked at all the other states and also realized, you know, bad guys are lazy. They don't want to have to work for, you know, for their ill-gotten gains. Right. As soon as they, you know, practice a little bit of uh, planning and look in the convenience store window or something and see two, two of the five people in there are walking around carrying firearms that I can clearly see, yes, they can tell that, okay, if I, if I wanted to, those three people are the ones I'd have to take care of first. I'm by myself. There's three of them. Yeah, no. And, and, and it's, uh, and Earl's giving you a great example, but listen, you know, you know what the, the, the robber wants? He wants some cash from the register. Yeah. He doesn't want a bullet. Okay, he's not looking, he's not looking to catch lead in the face. All right? Exactly. Um, he's going to look inside, just like Earl said, and he's going to go, okay, the, those two guys, uh, I, I bet you I could, I could yell at them and scare them or throw something at them or point my knife at them or, uh, or, or, or make them leave me alone because they don't look like they're, they're, they're much of a threat. Um, and, but if he looks inside and sees you know, a, a, a Glock 21 and a crossbreed uh, you know, OWB, uh, um, he's going to go, oh, let me go down the street. Yeah, 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 let me, yeah. Let, let, me, let me let me go let me go down the street. I'm not I'm not doing this I, guy. I'm not. I, doing, I'm not I, I ain't this guy. working for the fifty bucks in the cash register. You, you see hard. every you see every day in the news. You see about a concealed carry holder gets into a shooting. Uh, now most of them are going I, my belief beyond what their concealed carry responsibilities are. That should be to protect you and your family. Um, but you see them get into shootings at you know restaurants, bars, liquor stores, all of that. That's because the bad guy didn't know they had a gun. So he assumed he was going to be able to complete his crime until the concealed carrier said, aha, I'm going to stop you. That doesn't happen with open carry. You never see the story about open carrier shoots bad guy as he's robbing store because the bad guy doesn't rob the store when he sees somebody open carrying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's just the way it works. Uh, you know, the you put the, the lion on the Serengeti and you put... Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a tiger on the left or a rhinoceros on the left and a, a little deer jackal on the right, guess where he's going? You, you know? He's going after the deer. Yeah, he's going after the deer. The guy without a big horn, you know, <laughs> or big teeth like him. I ain't messing with him. Yes, and I know there's rhino. no tigers in the Serengeti, okay? I, I get that. That's why I changed to rhino, okay? <laughs> he was on a roll. I wasn't going <laughs> to bust him with geography. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said the, the bill would also add language carried openly or openly on one's person to the state law that governs how handguns may be transported or carried. The bill appeared on the State House Judiciary C Committee agenda for Tuesday, but committee members adjourned before uh, the bill got to uh, get going again. So uh, we do have some comments. So hold on. Let's take a look at these. Let's see what we, let's see what we got going on here. Let me uh, let's see. Where, we're going to pull them up here real quick and take a look. Here we got... Uh, Let's see what we got here. Let's see. I pulled them up. It's a. It's a really. It's like a, I'm on a TRS-80 here, folks. It's a really old computer. I'm trying to pull everything up. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, David says, um, uh, so tired of these appointed chiefs. First off, the act uh, only changes the manner of carry. Permit still required. Yeah, that's. We said that South Carolina, you'd still have to have your permit to open carry. Some states do that. You have to have your concealed carry permit in order to open carry, uh, just to prove that you had the training and and the background check. Uh, some states, it's not required at all, so in, in, like in those the 19 constitutional carry states. Uh, also requires the same level of training, again, exactly. Nothing really changes, just the manner it's carried. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> uh, David says, besides the Wild West, which is kind of a dull place. You know, it's one, one, one gunfight in Tombstone, and then, eh, you know, 
And remember, you know why that you know why that gunfight was in Tombstone? Uh, Remember the movie? Yeah. Gun control. Uh Uh-huh. It was gun control. We're not saying you can't have your guns. (laughs) You just can't carry them in town. You know, the herps. I I say I love Sam Elliott, but God, (laughs) I hated hearing him saying that. It's like, oh. You know, it's it sounds a uh, it sounds like a good plan, doesn't it? You know, mm-hmm. you know. I know, Earl. If we all just if we hold hands and sing Kumbaya, nobody yeah. can hold nobody can hold the gun. Sure. So we all that's the new laws. We all have to hold hands because if we are all holding hands, uh-huh. nobody can hold the gun. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly right. So yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's 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 ridiculous. Um, Indiana is the last uh, uh, state. Uh, I, I, I think I just kind of. Uh, Snuck that one in there. Uh, we'll give you that one next segment here. We'll give, we'll give you some Indiana story. Uh, but it looks like they are going about to be the 19th. They're about to be the 19th uh, constitutional or permitless carry state. So so we will uh, we will feed that in there. And I think we got another comment or two coming, but uh, we, uh, we face in the break. We'll give it to you next segment. We'll give it to you next segment, just like that. Uh, yeah, you know what? I can't. I can't wait. Can't wait till we get some open carry down here. It's it's almost like I need a trip to Georgia. You know, <laughs> Just, uh, I, I, I was there a few hours ago. That, yeah, yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. 
Live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Or you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. Earl, did you get a chance to uh, take a look and see if there are any more messages in there? Because I, I started to, and... Um, I, I ended up on Gunbroker. <laughs> and uh, I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a rifle right now. So uh, I just. Uh-huh. I've, I've just. Not until the music played in my ears. I'm like, crap. I was supposed to. I think there was another one on Instagram. Was, I saw some coming in. How, but, how uh, much time left on yeah, that auction? That's exactly right. Um, 43 minutes. 43 minutes. <laughs> but who's Hold on. Let me update. Let me update. Let's take refresh, a look. Refresh. 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 Enhance. Enhanced 25 minutes down to 25 minutes. Woo-hoo! So, next uh, top of the hour, end of the next segment, I'll be a little quiet. I'll be a little quiet. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Indiana, we're going to talk to you about Indiana. We're going to give you a, a little a little information there. Again, we uh, we told you that uh, Montana and Utah became the 17th and 18th uh, uh, permitless carry slash constitutional carry states. Uh, Indiana House this past week has voted to eliminate license to carry a handgun in the state. Uh, the bill specified that certain offenders still could be prohibited from carrying handguns. Okay, listen, uh, David Aero, A-A-R-O, um, you nincompoop, okay? It's not what they said. Uh, now, I, I okay, David, maybe your editor rewrote the, uh, the title here, as happened such, but it's misleading, and uh, it's one of the reasons I want to make sure this story we get to speak to you about. Uh, let's see, Indiana House voted Monday to eliminate the license to carry a handgun in the state, an apparent victory, at least temporarily, for supporters of the Second Amendment. Uh, House Bill 1369, which passed by a 65 to 31 vote, now heads to the Senate, uh, repeals a law that requires a person to obtain a license to carry a handgun in Indiana, according to the Indianapolis Star. It allows for any person who is lawfully able to carry and possess a firearm to do so without a government-issued permit or license. Uh, Earl, did you hear anything in there about uh, offenders that could carry? No. It It said clearly in here, any person who is lawfully able to carry and possess. Well, you know who would be lawfully able to carry and possess? People that are not prohibited under the separate section of the law. I'm going to guess it's probably going to be something like, I don't know, um, felons, uh, habitual drug users, or those that have been declared mentally incompetent. Probably. Probably, 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 yeah. Let's see. It says the bill specified that certain offenders still could be prohibited. No, not still could be prohibited. They shall be. This does not say, okay, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to have constitutional carry, which means only the Constitution is required for you to carry a firearm. Um, uh, but we're going to let felons carry, too. No. Yeah. We're going to let the, the mentally deficient carry also. No. That's not what this is about. You still have to be legally able, able to possess. This is, this is about carrying. If you own the firearm, if the firearm's in your possession and you're legally not allowed to possess the firearm, that does not mean you get to start carrying it. Right. Okay? You know, the cop's going to come up to you and go, uh, sir, I, uh, I, I noticed you're a convicted felon because I, I know who you are from previous contact. And you're, <laughs> I arrested you yeah. three times last year. And you're carrying a firearm on your waist. Oh, this firearm? It just happens to be on my waist, officer. It's not mine. Uh-huh. So you <laughs> these know, aren't my pants. You know, these is not my gun. I'm able. It's I'm allowed to. It's allowed to be on me, but I don't own it. Right. So it's right. it's okay. 
It's all right uh, because I don't own it. You, the trust owns it. I have a trust, <laughs> and the trust owns the firearm. Well, yeah, <laughs> sir. But here uh, you're listed by name and <laughs> government issued ID number. Yep. You are the executor of the trust. So, I had someone this week ask me about that. Could could we just put, you know, our, uh, what was it? Uh, they were talking about slide fires, the bump stocks. Currently, bump stocks are not authorized to have. Right. Um, and they said, well, could I just put it in a trust? I said, uh, it, it doesn't work like that. But if the trust has it, that's an entity and it's not me. Okay, well, let's put some cocaine in the trust too. You think that's legal? You know, let's, <laughs> let's put a stolen car in there. Let's hey, see, I, does I, that work? You know? I, I like the, the thought where yeah, they're going. Trying, always trying, uh, always scheming, right? Yeah, you, you know, you, you can't. Can't say, say you know thinking outside the box if you don't do it. Every That's right. You still got you got to think. You got to think. Yep. Let's see. Uh, supporters of the bill argue that the permit process punishes law-abiding citizens, and residents shouldn't have to pay for a right guaranteed by the Second Amendment. Earl, any other rights listed in the Constitution that you knew of that say after you uh, ap- apply for uh, take a training um, and give us a fee, uh, then we'll give you an ID card, and then. You can go read whatever book you want in the library. Uh, no. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I got to get. I have to get a uh, application fee. I've got to wait the thirty days. I got to get my fingerprints done. I get the background check, and then I get uh, uh, due process. I don't have to worry about the illegal search and seizure then. No. No. You see where we're going, folks? You see where we're going? You know what we're talking about, folks? You're with us. Anything that can make things easier for somebody who is a law-abiding citizen is always something that I think I'm going to try and support, said an Indianapolis gun owner. Uh, Police, however, argued that eliminating screening processes would put more guns on the street. Okay, I love how they think about this. I love love how they say, if I don't have a screening process, Earl, Mm -hmm. more guns will be on the street. You see, because what happens now is the felons, right? We're only eliminating the law for how you can carry your firearm. The felon, if he has a firearm, is already breaking the law because he has a firearm. Whether it's in his home, whether it's in the trunk of his car, whether it's concealed, whether it's open carry. He's a felon. He's not able to have it. He's not going to be able to go down to the gun store now and go, Sir, did you hear? Um, Now you can open carry. um, So... Or excuse me, you know, I can have permitless carry. So what I'd like to do is now purchase a firearm without doing any of the required paperwork under the law. Uh, no. But no, but, but I don't have to have a permit. Uh, no. To, so that's a permit to carry, yeah. jack wagon. Not a, not a permit to buy. There's no permit to buy. You still have to do your vaunted background check that you love so much. And also, don't forget, or she. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, <laughs> when I say he, I mean it totally in the universal sex kind of way, like, Miss America, what a guy. You know, it's just, I, it doesn't, everybody's the same. Name. Hey, yeah, folks, yeah. just be glad he's not referring back to his military-inspired, gender-neutral. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know we get yeah. off the air for those. <laughs> we definitely yeah, then he, then he start throwing knife hands, and I, yeah. I, I get in danger. Maybe, maybe we go to, when we go to SHOT Show and we're doing some premium content. You know, there's, there's, we're, not, we're not on the actual radio stations. Did you see that? We get the owners of these radios, 25 radio stations calling us. What? No, just, actually, just, just click. They'll be like, how come our listenership went from 100,000 to eight? Because you know, you're not on anywhere. Because you said these you know, seven dirty words. You know? At once. At once, exactly right. Uh, made it like a German word. Just made it one big, long word. Put it all together. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 
I think we are very strong supporters of the Second Amendment, said the Lafayette Police Chief Patrick Flannelly uh, with the Indiana, Indiana Association of Chiefs Police. By repealing processes like this that are good screening mechanisms, we're going to put more guns on the street. How? Chief Nincompoop? How? How does getting rid of the process for carrying a firearm get rid of the background checks for purchasing one? Exactly. It does not. No felon is going to walk down the street and go, you know what? I wasn't going to work into another car and steal a gun. But since now I don't need a permit to carry, I think I will. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you hear how stupid that sounds, folks? Yeah. <laughs> All right. You need to get a hold of Lafayette Police Chief Patrick Flannelly. And that's really his name, Flannelly. I'm not making that up. Or, or heaven forbid, then the chief's got to come up with new department policy and training to re-educate his officers yeah. that not everyone they see carrying a firearm might be a bad guy yeah. or girl. Currently, to apply for a new Indiana license to carry a gun, you have to have eight. You have to be 18 or older, register online, schedule an appointment, have your fingerprints taken, and complete local law enforcement agency processing within 180 days. This bill is for the lawful citizen in the state of Indiana said uh, Representative Ben Smaltz. This bill is for the person who obeys our laws, who right now has to jump over the hurdles to be that person that gets a permit. Guess what? The felon is not going to wait and not going to apply for a permit to carry his firearm. He's going to carry it concealed, and he's going to break the law with it. By the way, a felon's not going to open carry a gun. Right. He's not going to say, well, I'm a felon. I'd like to open carry a gun. Well, guess why? Because then the police see him. Mm-hmm. And there's a co- if there's a felon... There's at least one cop out there that knows this guy's a felon. Why? Because he arrested him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're not that dumb. All right. It's just ridiculous. All right. Listen, that's it the first hour. We went off on a rant there. So uh, uh, until next hour, please exercise your second member rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Now my phone's going to ring. Of course. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Or you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The MagSwag.com studios. Uh, hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. We'll be uh, we've got about another hour together here. Well, together. There's more of us here. It's not just me you're going to be together with. So let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Hey, how are you, sir? How was your break? How are things going for you? Man, it's quick. I know, I know. Just like that, I had to step out to make a phone call, and I didn't even get out the door. It was just like, I'm not going that here. far. I'm not going that far. Um, or I get asked uh, every once in a while, hey, how come you guys uh, do the intro to the show every hour? Um, there's there are some that's easy. There are some places. Some of the uh, uh, the people that carry us uh, only get to carry one hour. Or if there's a sporting event, they uh, they preempt the first hour. So. I think it would be kind of weird if you came in on the second hour, all you got was the second hour, and there was no intro. It would just be two guys talking gun stuff. You, know, you <laughs> want to know who it is. So, yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, it only takes a couple seconds, and we get to play the music. So uh, it work, works, out, works out well. Um, I went to shooting again this, uh, this morning. Uh, let's see. This morning was a, uh, was a bowling pin match. Okay. Um, and I know you and I did one of those not too long ago. Yeah, a few, um, few months. And um, it was hotter today. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll, say, I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, the uh, um, there's a. I try and try to describe to you what the bowling pin match looks like, folks. There's a if you're shooting uh, rimfire, if you're shooting twenty two, uh, you have <laughs> you have a good tough time. Well, you, you know it it, it is um, a little little tougher, um, uh, and because you're twenty five feet away, and it's a it's a bowling pin. It's a real. Those got, things are got, heavy. Yeah, got from the got from the, uh, the the bowling lanes from Don Carter's lanes there, an actual bowling pin. So if you're shooting the 22 uh, from left to right, you have and it's about 10 foot wide table. Okay. Okay. Um, you have a, a full size bowling pin, then you have the the head of a bowling pin, so the top five inches of the bowling pin, then a full size bowling pin, then the head of a bowling pin, then in the center you have five. Metal pop-ups on one series about the size of a, of a Coke bottle, uh, a, a, a standard 16-ounce glass Coke bottle. Right. And then on the right side, uh, head of a pin, large pin, head of a pin, large pin. So if you're shooting 22, you've got to knock down 13 targets. So there's a mandatory reload because I've never really 
seen one that's over a mag that's over 10 rounds for a 22, but they limit you to 10 rounds so everybody's equal. Right. Um, if you had somebody, and I thought this was cool, if you have somebody that's shooting optics and somebody not shooting optics on their pistol or rifle, the non-optic user gets to take one shot first before the clock starts. It's almost like a, it's that's for the cool. handicap. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, red dots are quicker. Yep. And then once you knock everything down on the table, you've got one popper, pin-sized popper in front of the table uh, next that you, you have to compete to get to from the other yeah, table. Yeah, it's a race. Yeah, yeah. And this is not a timed event. This is guy on the left versus guy or girl on the right. That's all it is. It's nice. marked as how many, how many stages did you win? It doesn't care about the time. It just says how many stages you did you win. Uh, so it was kind of cool. I'd never seen the 22 done before. Um, and they, uh, they did that for their first hour or two. Were, were there people taking bowling pins off the table in one round with a twenty two? Yeah, for the most part they wow. were. Yeah. Okay. Now they okay. put them a little further back. Right, when still. We, when we were using uh, center fire cartridge, um, they, they rested them about six inches from the back of the table. Right. When it was 22, it was like an inch from the back of the table. Now. Still, I'm, I'm surprised, you know, 22 is going to even just simply knock over. A bowling pin. I'll I'll say this: um, when um, you have to, all the pins have to get knocked off the table. Okay, um, <laughs> when a twenty-two didn't knock one off and a full-size pin laid on the table, you could see the shooter go. How much is around a twenty-two now? Okay. Ten, fifteen cents, I'll and they'd finish the mag. They'd dump the mag into it and just watch it. You know, like shake. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Wouldn't spin. It wouldn't move. They'd let it shake, and they would go. Just give it to this guy. Yeah. Give it to the guy next to him. Just I, give it to I, her. I, give I it to her. Yeah. yeah. I'm over. Because <laughs> they would. They would hit it and it would just, just, it would just like shimmy. It would be like, hey, eh, eh, eh. Like it had a little chill, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so. Yeah, I remember. Uh, well, that wasn't, wasn't me that beat you on that stage. It was somebody else that you, you made that brain fart. Yeah, I didn't know. You, you knocked the bowling pin down. But it was still on the table. And yep. you thought you were done. So you stopped. I'm holstered. I'm pro <laughs> like, you know? They win. They're like. What do you mean? I had mine all down first. Yeah, you gotta knock them off the table. Oh, didn't know, <laughs> didn't know, didn't know. <laughs> so it uh, it happens. It happens. Um, the um, uh, when you go to center fire a cartridge, uh, you uh, now you just put nine pins on the table. Uh, it's just nine pins left to right, and uh, and you just shoot from there. Uh, so it uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, had a good time. It got, like I said, started to get a little warm today. Uh, brought plenty, plenty of fluids, uh, and so we had a had a good time out there shooting. So uh, enjoyed it. Had a good time. Uh, plenty of refreshments, malted or aged? Oh no 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 no! Like a like <laughs> like, like a purified. Oh yeah. okay yeah. okay. Like a, you know in a plastic bottle, <laughs> no, no. not a flask bottle either, an actual bottle. So uh, it went to. Went pretty good. It was a good day. Good day. Any t- any day you get to go shooting is is a good day. Oh right? yeah, a crap day on the range is a better good day at work. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What do we got for you this hour? We got uh, we got a couple more. We are finishing on a high note today. We are covering the was it? Oh, let me find. I don't just so I don't confuse you. We've got. Uh, we're going to talk to you about uh, Glocks and uh, what part of the gun you should not be buying from Wish or or, or some other Chinese, you know, uh, sources. We're going to go over that with you. Um, oh yeah. And uh, if you got no ammo, 
what some alternatives are for, for, for places to go for ammo. Then uh, we'll come up with a couple other things. Uh, we've got, uh, if we get to it, I want to get to it too. The five finest 357 yeah, guns that's on the market. It. Yeah. Yep. We, we, but hey, yeah. not if we. We're getting another one? Okay. We, we, we are doing it. All right, we get one. back. We get back. That's the one we'll do. Well, yeah. we're going to finish on high note. That is our last topic, but we will get to it. We shall do it. We shall do it. Uh, let's see. It's, it's, uh, let, me see. let me make sure it's not, uh, it's not like a really, really old story. It's, uh, nope, perfect, perfect. It's like three days old. So, you know, sometimes we'll get one of them stories of the best gun in the world. And like the, it's like, and the brand new 1911 is what? No, no, no. How old is this story? So, uh, yeah, we'll get that, the, the 357. You know, I had, a, I had a boss. He used to carry a, uh, a, a, a bulldog, 40, 44, uh, not the Magnum. It was the 44 Special. Mm-hmm. He carried the, uh, the, the two-inch barrel, six-shot, 44 Special, uh, you know, in a, you know, Sipowitz style, you know, with the little holster on the side of his waist. Ah, there. there you yeah, go. So. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from themagswag.com. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a side... 30 seconds. Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right, right of choice. So what we doing next? We have the right to read next? books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms oh, of the our switch, choice. The, the Chinese, so the, the next the time someone tells you you don't need something, switch from tell China them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Oh, you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Check them out. Go there now. Magswag.com. Unless you're driving. We already covered that last hour. Unless you're driving, don't go there now. <laughs> yeah, still know. cover it. Still cover it. We'll do it again. Yeah, because yeah, it's a new hour. New hour. So uh-huh. don't, if you're driving, don't, don't look on your phone or your computer right now. Do, uh, wait till you're not driving. There you go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We're going to talk to you about, uh, about uh, things you should not be doing to your Glock. A lot of people these days want to uh, 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 you know, do their own modifications, whether it's the, uh, well, listen, it's going to sound horrible. The ghost trigger, which is doesn't make it a ghost gun, it's just uh, it's one of the manufacturers that makes parts for Glock. One of the big ones is, is Ghost, and it uh, uh, you know stiffer. You know you could you could adjust the trigger pull, uh, stiffer it's, reset. It, well, uh, it's, it it's a Ghost does a in a Glock a trigger disconnect. There you go. And they have different apparatus that affect the poundage of the trigger pull, right, and right. then also the length of the trigger reset. There you go. I personally am a very big fan of them, uh, the product as well as the the guys. I I, I had a very good uh, relationship. Oh yeah, great bunch relationship of guys. Yeah. With the yeah. with the three different yeah. sales reps. Yeah. Uh, that uh, used to attend the uh, Orlando gun shows back when we were doing them. Yep. And then also too, I'm I'm old school enough. I remember when the owner of the company, Arthur, That's right. was the tech doing it himself, yep. and then yep. he got big enough and. You know, moved on to other things and hired people to do that. That's it. But I, I remember stumbling across him when, you know, no no uh, advertisements, no nothing. I just, you know, walked past a table and I see Glock parts and, you know, oh, 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 wait, wait a minute, what's what, what you got going on? He was the Glock guy. He was the and Glock guy. And he started yeah. explaining it like, all right, hold on a minute, let me go get mine. Yep, uh, yep. Slapped it in there and, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, not all of mine have ghost products in there just because i've you know they've i think for whatever reason they uh they quit attending the uh local show i think they had a falling out with the uh promoter yeah politics ridiculous yeah, unfortunately now you can pretty much get all their stuff online though you just have to do yep. it yourself or now take it to your local gun shop yeah, to get it done say yeah it, t- it requires some custom yep. fitment yep 
so um, some, that's a good thing to get into your Glock. Yes. If you want to, if you want to yes. get them to do things, let me tell you some bad things to put in your Glock. Yes. Um, if you wanted to, you know, because now the newer Glocks have the the rail system on the front, so uh-huh. you could put you could put your flashlight on there well, or your laser. Gen, Gen three and newer. Yes, you put your flashlight. You could put your laser on there. What you shouldn't put on there is a pistol grip. You know, one, <laughs> one of those little little broom handle pistol grips. Uh, as ridiculous fits. as that sounds, but uh, it fits. because that makes it a class three item. Uh-uh. <laughs> It turns it into a, an, an any other we- weapon, AOW. It's only a $5 tax stamp, but it's possession of a Class 3 or manufacture of a Class 3 item without, uh, without uh, prior approval. And that's, uh, what is it, uh, uh, 10 years in prison and $200,000 fine uh, yeah. you, you could get for that. Now, um, they make the little, uh, little shoulder stocks you could put into the, uh, the hole in the back, uh, back strap of your grip there. It's got a little, uh, little, little rod that goes up in there, and you can have a little, little shoulder stock for your Glock. Now those are nice. Those are nice too. I've, I've actually tried. I've I've had the experience of actually running a Glock 18, yes, which is the factory Glock factory machine pistol. Correct. And because it is a class three item, it doesn't matter of putting a pistol grip on the front. Right. Correct. Once I, you're a machine gun, you can do anything I, else to right, it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm yeah. a machine gun. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, I actually I tried it that way. You know, right hand and. Uh, on the on the pistol grip as normal and yep. the left hand holding the the bolt-on grip underneath the barrel right it was all over the place yep I, let me give me another mag <laughs> of course you know i mean it's a glock 18 yeah. one, one mag one trigger pull yep yep and tried it again go, going back to how i know how to operate a, a glock now granted i still left the the pistol grip bolted underneath the the uh barrel so i did have a benefit of a little bit more weight up there, but yep. you know it, it it's ounces. It's not not much yeah. at all. Yeah. But yeah, I was able to control that much better. That thing is a fun yes. ride. Now, if you put um, one of these stocks on your standard, you know, Glock 17, Glock 19, um, you've created a short barrel rifle. Yeah. So you've again created a class three weapon. Uh-huh. Now you can go out there, Glock, not Glock, but there's aftermarkets that make a 16 inch barrel. You oh, can yeah. put a 16-inch barrel in your Glock. Just yeah. take out your 4-inch barrel and put the 16. Then you can put the stock in there, and you've got yourself a little carbine. Um, Ooh, 10 mil carbine. 10 mil carbine. There 10 mil carbine, go. yeah. 10 mil short. No, I got no? full. Right I got, full. I got, you got, I got, got the got, 10? I got, you got full it? house 10. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I, don't, I don't want the 10 mil, 10 mil oh, light. Oh, I just expect you like for the range. You don't want to be wasting all your 10 mil at the range, you know? <laughs> Let's see. So um, you don't want to do that. The one thing you really, 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 really don't want to do with a Glock is go on the old, uh, and I, I don't know how else to not call them out, like a wish.com or someplace like that. Um, <laughs> they've even been available on Amazon at times. I guess it slipped through the cracks on there. And there's a bunch of other services like that. And you go on there and you get, uh, they call them a converter switch, Glock converter switch. Now, what it does is convert it into a full auto, fully yes. automatic. Now, uh, they, uh, the Chinese made... Uh, first off, you're probably going to waste your money because they, uh, they're crap. It's Chinese made. Um, uh, you let know, they, let they, alone the yeah. legalities. Yeah, yeah. You aren't buying a very quality made product. <laughs> you, you, you put it in there. If it does run and it gives you a full auto, you've uh, you violated the granddaddy of all 
National Firearms Act violations. Now, uh, hey, Mike. Hey, go uh, how big f- or go home. Yeah. Hey, Mike, how, how do you feel about the National Firearms Act? I believe that any gun legislation is a, is a infringement on my Second Amendment rights. True. I think I should be able to get a machine gun in the mail. You know, I think that's 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 what I I qualify. I'm not not disqualified. I don't have any you know anything any disqualifiers in my my background. I should be able to get one in the mail if I want one. But however, uh, you can't. NFA is illegal uh, you're, unless you 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 play by the rules. Uh, do your paperwork. Wait your ten months and buy a you know minimum eight thousand dollar machine gun. Normally about twenty five to thirty thousand dollar machine gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, that's the one thing. There there is no form one for a machine gun. You can make your own silencer or suppressor. You can make your own short barrel rifle. Yep, yep. You can't make your own machine gun. Correct. Uh, the, the stipulation on the machine gun classification is all, uh, let me just say, civilian available machine guns had to have been made before 1986. Yep. And in this particular platform, unfortunately, Glock was only even in America in 86. The Glock 18 wasn't produced and then even later imported into America until well after 1986. So, you know, I take it as a it's a personal disappointment for me that uh, there there is no civilian available Glock factory 18s. Unless you can get one of them uh, Glock 7 with the porcelain barrels. Nah, get one of those. One of those. No one of those. Okay. Uh, so they don't last high enough round count. <laughs> So if you spend $25 uh, or whatever it costs to get one of these converters over there on one of these foreign import websites, just know that what you're ordering is a $200,000 fine and 10 years in prison. That's what you're getting. Not or. Yeah. And. I I want you to understand it does not have to be installed for you to be guilty of this. Yeah. Okay? It does not have. You do not have to own a Glock for you to be (laughs) guilty of this. This part is considered the machine gun part. Yep. Okay. Uh, it is not like when with short barrel stuff where you can do the um, uh, where you could say, okay, well, listen, I keep the upper in one room and the lower in the other, so it's not short barrel because they're not readily they're not readily convertible. This part itself is the machine gun. Yep. Um, so it's uh, it's not uh, something you want to be doing. It's definitely not something you want to be uh, uh, enticing you. Because listen, I, I, I listening at the story here, something like four thousand of them have been ordered over the past year or two. Oops. The ATF's made personal contact <laughs> with three thousand of them. Okay. Uh, so that's a uh, that's one of those knocks on the door. You're like uh, yellow. <laughs> Major pucker factor yeah, there. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, if you got one of those doormats that says "Get a warrant." Yeah, that was a bad day for you. <laughs> that was a, that was a, yeah, that the, was. A, on a lighter note, yeah. though, those switches, yeah, while they are real, yeah. and in in the industry, they can be legal, yeah. And as the arms room was a classroom manufacturer, yeah. we had two of them, yeah. And we, we used and, them for for demos for police departments, yeah. And they were fun, yeah. You know, we we used. Uh, I I tend to think the platform that was converted most often was i had a personally owned 17c yep i i think i think i've shot that particular pistol of mine i've shot it full auto more than i have semi-auto yeah yeah it's got some dollar bills through that barrel (laughs) that's for sure yeah yeah i've i've i don't know how many minutes of slow motion footage i've got on that plenty with 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 a compensated it looks like a little top fuel dragster with a flame (laughs) v flame coming out the top of it exactly what it looks like 
Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We get back, uh, maybe, Major Bill? Maybe. 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 We'll find out. We'll see you soon. northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that Real time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call one 832 6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. We move in and out of each other. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say say something something suspicious. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. The so law. please feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. 
The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by Orlando.com. Army Specialist Brian Tabata died February 27th, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Tabata, 21, of Las Vegas, was assigned to 1st Battalion, 327th Infantry Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 101st Airborne Division, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. He was killed in action in the Dara-Yi District of the Konar Province, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit using small arms fire and a rocket-propelled grenade. Born in Alangapo, Philippines, he moved to the United States as a boy and attended Shadow Ridge High School and Arbor View High School in the Las Vegas area. Tabata was a fire support specialist, also known as a fister, assigned to the headquarters and headquarters company. He joined the Army in August of 2008 and arrived at Fort Campbell in January of 2009. Army Specialist Brian Tabata, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, have you sponsor this program section of the program. It's uh, it's been this way since uh, since day one, and uh, I understand Kevin's doing a little bit better and should be uh, uh, should be uh, you know back to work. He's, if not uh, already, if not uh, very soon, he's uh, they're already they're already be, he took remember he took those couple of days off sick and, uh, and 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 he's got to make up for the time now. It's like they're oh, making him work extra. Yeah. Like hey, listen, I know you might be the boss and the owner and everything, but uh, you got to make up <laughs> you got to make up the hours. You got to make up the hours, or we're going to dock your check. So that's uh, that's what they're doing. Feel free to call him. I know plenty of people have uh, texted him and called him uh, if you need that legal advice, if you're if you're looking for it. Uh, hey, uh, on the line with us, we have the chief law enforcement officer of the program. Please welcome back to the show, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. Not too shabby, sir. How are things with you? Oh, well, you know, uh, if, if it ain't raining, we ain't training. Uh, well, it's not raining, so I guess it's blazing hot. So, <laughs> you know. It'll rain soon. Be uncomfortable, that's when we're going to do some training. There you go. It'll rain soon. If it's hot in Florida, it's going to rain soon. Yep, yep. It's uh, definitely, you can set your watch by it. Uh, it's a little late today. It's usually, well, we got some time left. Usually between 3 and 5, uh, it'll start moving in from the Everglades and... Uh, It'll rain for 15 minutes, and we'll get 150 uh, percent humidity, and you know, yeah. make you make you feel good. Standard stuff. Standard stuff keeps your uh, yeah, but it keeps your hair from getting all frizzy. You know, so it works out. You know, it's not it's not all dry and everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, how are things Absolutely. in the yeah, world of yes? <laughs> how are things in the world of law enforcement with you this week, sir? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> Earl, what's our saying? You don't, don't mess, mess with, with Texas, Texas, and definitely don't f with Florida. <laughs> Right, because we have Florida man, and <laughs> last week we talked about Florida woman. Well, we have a subspecies. Uh, another one? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, well, this is Florida girl. Oh. 
Uh oh, Florida. Yeah. Uh oh, Florida that's, girl. Yeah, I don't know if I want to mess with that. Twelve, twelve-year-old girl to be precise. Nope, definitely so, out. For but, many uh, reasons, but, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, not. Well, <laughs> yeah, for so many reasons, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, now, it's uh, not not too far from from either of us, but over there in Tampa, uh, we had a twelve-year-old Florida girl was arrested for. She was accused of bringing stun guns to school. Okay. Now, I say that plural, stun guns. Uh, you know, we, we talk all the things, gun, all the gun time. That's right. Uh, well, the, the 12-year-old student at Coleman Middle School uh, was reported by a school administrator to be in possession of a stun gun. Well, the school resource officer uh, went to her class. Yeah. You know those those police officers that people think we don't need. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we're we're going to yeah. pull them out of all the schools. Yep. Right. Well, that one was is still there because you know Hillsborough County and, and Tampa have a strong SRO program. Went there, pulled her out, uh, and conducted a search of, of her bag, which is you know allowable on school property, right, right. and found three Viper Tech stun guns. Uh, that she had in her possession. Uh, and when they began to question her, uh, she admitted that she had bought five of the electric stun guns and brought them to school. And being the entrepreneur that she is, she was selling them to fellow classmates. And she, I'm sorry, she had two in her possession. She sold three of them. So she she sold three of these Vipertech stun guns to... Uh, fellow students there at Coleman Middle. She had two in her possession, two two more for sale. Uh, but those were confiscated, and uh, she was uh, taken to the uh, Hillsborough Juvenile Detention Center uh, for a variety of charges, bringing weapon onto school campus. Uh, no threats were made. Uh, she wasn't out to get anybody. She was out to hurt herself, anything like that. She was just, I don't know, living the American dream. Is, uh, is she like a sales rep for them? Like, or, or what? I'd, I'd say she's concerned about her fellow students' safety. Yeah. You know, and and, and <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I mean, you know, I, I get the whole spirit of this article, but Bill, does, does the state of Florida consider a stun gun a lethal device? Uh, no, no, they don't. So um, then technically, did she really bring a weapon however, to school? No, it, it, it was. It's a non-lethal device, so you could still commit still crimes with it. You could still well, assault again, somebody with it. Yeah. That, yeah, let's arrest everybody on the baseball team. Uh, that was, they're bringing baseball. Back. Yeah. That was yeah. going to be my next question. Yeah. Would, be, would she be looking at all this this hullabaloo if she brought a Louisville Slugger in, in her backpack? Well, I, I guess because the primary purpose of the Louisville Slugger is is not as a weapon, as a sport, a tool for a sport, uh, whereas the ViperTech stun gun is primarily used for defense, self-defense. Uh, it's something that would uh, be construed by the common public as a weapon. Um, and I'm going to go out on the limb and say that it was black, so that makes it scary. Oh, there we go. All right, all right. okay. That that settles it right there. Then so it's a black plastic. It's it's right. So it's, it that that kind of makes it scary. Uh, <laughs> but for those of you who are interested, 
you can get the ViperTech uh, stun gun device. Uh, they start at nine ninety nine on uh, on Amazon. Uh, wow! For some reason, the paper felt uh, that they needed to re- report that because they did not know how much uh, she sold them for. So, the next my next question is: If this was during hurricane season, could she be charged with price gouging? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, they are they're on here. They're they they start at nine ninety nine. I'm looking at Amazon. Uh, nine dollars and nine ten bucks. Yeah, under ten dollars. Ten dollars. And she's probably selling them for, you know, uh, listen, I'm actually looking up to see what their uh what their sales dealer program looks like. Because maybe she's <laughs> you know, like you said, she's living the American dream. I she might gets, need to get in on this. She a little gets bit. that volume discount, yeah, huh? Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. Don't 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 start invading her uh her county territory. Oh yeah, yeah. She, I'll she if might I'm, cut you. Start stepping into other high schools. I'll, I'll stay fifty miles away. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> this. Oh, they got the now, they, they got the flashlight yeah. stun gun too. That one's only nineteen dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, of course, I would never advocate any student bringing a weapon to 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 a school. You know, because they have all those gun gun free zone signs up there. Um, that's it. That's so, right. Yeah. Don't bring the weapon to the school. Yeah, bring the school to the weapon. A, a safe environment. <laughs> oh. You know, it's, it would be so safe. We can reasonably pull the, the SROs out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we got the signs. I don't know why we need them there. You know, what's what's the problem? Huh? You know, we just put the signs up. Uh, no, folks. I'm not advocating for pulling them out <laughs> of the schools. Uh, we're we're being uh, we're being uh, facetious, little funny haha witches. So. That's it. Uh, well, Major, this is an interesting, uh, uh, interesting article. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Um, I'm going to actually contact Viper Tech, see if I can't get online with them also. And uh, please, sir, p- <laughs> please stay safe. <laughs> Absolutely. To all of our brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. to a strong room radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 <laughs> is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid story. blowback <laughs> booster and 30-round magazine. So when oh, you yeah. get a rush of that years one ago, millionth of a second, brother, when innovation ignites performance, bag, brace yourself. The, the nickel there's popcorn, or not popcorn, but the bubble gum. Innovation, I, performance, I can't remember. Keltec. As an, example, as an example, I Hey everyone, this is Mike from Armstrong Radio. Do you have a cert yeah. SIRT laser training pistol? If like you don't have a cert laser training pistol for next level pocket. training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. 
Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio Center. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag. Here we go. It's Arms Room Radio. On you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Last segment, Earl. Here it is. All right. There it is. Just like that. Just like that. Um, I did not win the rifle I was looking at oh, on, dang uh, it. on the gun broker. I did not win it. I, you know, listen, I set a limit for myself. Yeah. I yeah. got there and I just set a budget. Yeah, Stick yeah, to that's it. That's it. You know. Because I'm one of them guys who get carried away in an auction. You're like, oh, yeah. I got it, I want it, I want it. Before you realize that you've spent... Uh, How much did yeah, I pay? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly it. right. Exactly. Um, I did buy a... I stopped at a, a pawn shop yesterday. Oh, yeah? And um, Surprise, surprise. Well, you never know what you're going to find. <laughs> you really never know what you're going to find in guns in a pawn shop. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, most of the hey. time, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of you know, crap, but, yeah. you know. Did you ever go check out that uh, Smith & Wesson 41 22 pistol I told you about? I I went by and it was uh, I did go by, I did go by it and um, they wanted too much, yeah they did yeah, they it wanted, was, it was, expi- yeah, it was yeah, nice yeah, yeah I did I did whoa, go by it. Yeah, yeah yeah it was a it was a, they were very proud of it oh yeah very oh, proud yeah. of it yeah um, I bought yesterday I bought a bought a little uh, Italian uh, 380 that uh, I knew how to handle and uh, what dealt with before and uh, know how much it was worth and uh, I got it for about half price so nice. I, was very, I was rather pleased with myself. It, uh, it's right now. It's a, uh, it's, uh, it's enjoying time with its new cousins. You know, it's it's a, it's in the get it to know you section part of the safe. It's like when you bring home a fish. You can't just throw it right in there in the tank. You know, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta get it accustomed to it. So right now it's it's hanging inside there, waving at all the others, and you know, yeah, you just can't stick it in there. They just they reject it. You know, <laughs> they reject it. So that's getting getting to know all its new all its new cousins. So. Let's see here. Let's see here. We got, a, we got us a story. We told you. We promised you. We told you. We were going to talk to you about it. So here we go. 357. 357. Oh, remind me. I got a box of 357 SIG for you. For you nice. Uh, out, out in the truck. So uh, don't know where it came from. have no idea. Never owned a 357 SIG in my life. <laughs> never. <laughs> never, never, ever. No, no. So I got, I got how, that for you. How much forty cal have you found around the house? No, another hundred. Found another hundred rounds. Another <laughs> hundred rounds yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure Kevin gets. Well, it. it's just it because yeah, because Kevin doesn't come over all the time, <laughs> like with all the with the work, and he would pick it up. One of the most persistent handgun calibers of the past one hundred years, the three fifty seven Magnum cartridge uh, is for decades most powerful commercially available round. Invented in nineteen thirty four. Developed by leading firearms authorities and quickly became the round of choice for revolver enthusiasts, law enforcement, and military forces worldwide. Now, what, what I had heard was that it was invented back then because law enforcement needed something to penetrate vehicles going after criminals like Bonnie and Clyde yeah. and, and all that. Yeah. 
when the uh, when the thirty eight first came out, now there's been very many different iterations of the thirty eight. When you hear the the thirty eight S and W, now you hear forty S and W. That's the forty cal. That's the standard modern right. everyday forty cal. And S and W stands for Smith, Smith and Wesson. Wesson. Yeah. Um, the thirty eight S and W, when it first came out, uh, moved at. Uh, well, hold on. Let me let me let me do a little quiz time here. Um, Earl, uh, you shoot the. Uh, what do you got? You got a nine or three fifty seven on your stand? Nine. Nine. What's the feet per second on a on a nine mil? Uh, uh, off the top of my head, just real quick, one hundred fifteen grain. Uh, twelve, thirteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in that range, depending on which which grain you know, which uh, which manufacturer. Yeah, um, the the thirty eight S and W, uh, is a is six hundred and eighty feet per second. <laughs> Um, when when you hear <laughs> you, uh, you line up behind it right, you can see it go yeah, down. Exa- right. exactly right. When when you heard stories of uh, uh, in the Philippines uh, during the Spanish American War, they said they shot the uh, the the guerrillas with the uh, with thirty eight and it didn't stop them. And that's when the army adopted the forty five and developed the nineteen eleven right. and everything after that. Right. It was, well, it wasn't a, a standard thirty eight. You know, a Moro Indians was yes, it? yes. It wasn't a standard thirty eight. It was the thirty eight S and W. This was, it was, now you're talking 120 years ago, you're talking the transition time from black powder to modern day gunpowder. Smokeless uh, powder. Smokeless powder. Um, if you put a modern day a 12 gauge round and an old 120 year old shotgun that used oh, the, the black powder, you'll blow it up. It'll blow it up. Uh, you, you never, like, if you ever see one of these, um, uh, 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 oh, my, oh man, the, um, the Damascus, Damascus barrel. steel, Damascus barrel steel. Uh, oh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, Gorgeous, gorgeous, but but, works of art. Yeah, yeah, but don't put you know, no, 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 Um, no, no. So that's what kind of happened with thirty eight. Thirty eight became then thirty eight S and W, which was thirty eight Smith and Wesson, became thirty eight Special. Right, and and one of the reasons that happened was they bumped it up, but they couldn't just bump up the powder in those guns because it would blow those guns. Right, Um, they had to create a Model Ten Smith and Wesson. The, which, which was the M&P model before it was the M&P, then it was the Smith & Wesson and back and forth. So that could hold the 38. When that didn't get to be enough, again, you couldn't just take a 357 and throw it in any old 38. You had to bump it up. You had to make beefier guns. Right. So you made, you made, you made beefier guns. And uh, that's what you got. Now you can, you can go backwards. If you oh, got a yeah, 357, yeah. you could drop a 38, a 38 SW, a 38 wad cutter. You could drop all that into it, whatever's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you buy one platform and yep. you're, you know, you're, Able to shoot what? Yeah, five, two, six different kinds of yeah, ammo. Yeah, yeah. Three, yeah. You know, There's 38 short. You know, diff- these, different yeah, multiple yeah. calibers out of one platform. Yep. Uh, let's give you. So we took up a lot of time with history. Let's give you some of these guns. <laughs> the the Smith and Wesson Model 27, one of the first manufacturers to sell firearms with 357 Magnum, was Smith and Wesson. The Model 27 debuted in 1935. Despite being born in the midst of the Great Depression, was an immediate hit with the average wait time for customers to receive the revolver up to four years. Wow. Uh, what is that, Class 3? <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than Class 3. Uh, 83 years later, the Model 27 is still in production. Well, I think it went out of production, back in production, yeah, out of production, back say, in production. Yeah, 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 so. would, would I, you know, if I had the option, hey, do you want a Model 27 from, from the... 30s production or do you want a model right. 27 from the 90s production yep exactly i'll take the 30s production yeah the uh let's see here the winchester 1873 sporter the gun that won the west now this would be cool 
Winchester still makes a variety of lever actions, including the 1873 Sporter in 357. Sporter had a walnut grip stock, satin finish, 24-inch octagonal barrel, and case hardening on the receiver. Um, this is great. This is old-school lever action oh, revolver. Yeah. Um, I had the... Uh, who was it? I think it's the Marlin... Um, uh, they, they make the hog legs. They make the... Uh, the uh, Rossi? Rossi. Maybe it was the Rossi. Yeah, I think it was the Rossi. Um, and it was the lever action. And it was mine was chambered in 357. Oh, that's right. And with, three, the, with the large loop? Yeah, with the large that's loop. Right. Exactly we were, right. We were practicing doing the rifleman. Yep. On the carpet. We're, Don't do that on the concrete. <laughs> Don't do that on the concrete. Yeah, we, we learned well, that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you, you may not have seen me do it over the carpet. That's concrete, exactly. but. We're just going to stick to that story. Um, the, uh, <laughs> hey, it's not mine. <laughs> Uh, but the, again, the beautiful thing about it, it was 357, so I could put 38 plus P plus, 38 uh-huh, plus P, uh-huh. uh, 30, 38 uh, sp- special, 38 Smith and Wesson, 38 short. I could put it all in there. Oh yeah. And wad cutters, and we would, and you'd, you'd get all that, you'd get all that texture uh, room out of the out of the out of the magazine tube there. Uh, the Magnum Research 357 Magnum Desert Eagle. Now that would be cool. 357 out of a Desert Eagle. Yeah. While my my yeah. personal favorite. Would be a forty-four Magnum out of a Desert Eagle, but for the reasons I would love that, it's even just it's it's amplified in yep. a three fifty-seven. I'm, I'm going to get into just real quick and simple. A Desert Eagle weighs like four and a half pounds unloaded. Yep. So you give me the biggest, baddest three fifty-seven Magnum round and put through it, it's yep. going to be a BB gun. Now, then I got two left here, so we'll just jump through them. The uh, this one's kind of cool. This is the modern day one, besides the twenty seven, a Ruger LCR, uh, originally made in. Uh, now they make them in twenty two and uh, also, but they make them in thirty eight, which was kind of their staple. Right. Well, they in, about ten years ago they started making them in three fifty seven Magnum also. Yeah, that would be for me personally. That would be a a uh, I'd do the bare minimum to get used to it and train with it. But I ain't shooting this gun anymore, and I absolutely have to because it is a very lightweight. Yeah. You know, you, I think you, that's a one and seven eighth, eight seven eighths inch arrow, so it's just under two inch barrel. So yeah, yeah. You, you carry it all day and forget you have it. Yeah, which is the intent. So you shoot it, then the whole neighborhood oh, knows you got it. Yeah, and your wrist is going to yeah. remind you for three weeks. And my favorite Colt single action army. Oh yeah, this is offered in three fifty seven. It's a five and a half inch barrel, six round. Six round cylinder, spurred trigger. It's just you know, it's cowboy all the way. I I, yeah. I, just, I yeah. just I hear spurs jingling as yeah. soon as you start. Yep. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Folks, thanks for joining us today. I want to thank Major Bill for being with us. Uh, we had a good time with you, and uh, we will see you next week. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you later. Oh, yeah. Just like that. I think you guys have been doing this for quite some time or something like that. Let's Once go. or twice. Once or twice. Beginner's luck. Yep. The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second... When innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? 
Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. All right, gentlemen, be safe out there. See you right, next week. You going to send me a little little video or something you said? Oh, that's right. Let me send that to you right now. Okay, cool, cool. I got you, brother. All right, thanks.